and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Quarantine. Quarantine continues. Well, most of the... Mostly. <laughs> For those of us who believe in coronavirus, it fucking continues. For those of us who are keeping the... Flying that flag. Keeping that fucking faith, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'm... Being like, hey, let's still believe where there's a deadly pandemic going on. Let's believe that viruses don't actually... They don't just retire. go away. Yeah, they're like, you know what? It's summer. You guys are tired of me. I'm leaving. It's like, man, I should go on vacation, too. And, and then the coronavirus... <laughs> the, cor- the coronavirus is wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt somewhere. The coronavirus just looks like my brother. Yeah, he's just wearing a Hawaiian just, shirt. He just, he just dresses like Brian Merrick in general. Yeah, just, just wear, wearing a Hawaiian he shirt. Go, he, goes, he goes to Bonnaroo. yeah. Oh, going to Bonnaroo? Absolutely. Going to Bonnaroo, you know, just uh, hanging out, hanging yeah, out. Yeah, he's uh, like, you know, I've worked really hard. I worked really hard I killing... I need some me time. I worked really hard killing a lot of Americans. I need some me time. <laughs> you guys will think... You guys will, you guys will hang out with you, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we can pick this up in the fall, hey, right? let's get the band back together. <laughs> the, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we gotta do one thing before we see each other again in the fall. Yeah, I gotta talk about... I gotta have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are hope hope you all stay safe. Yeah, please wear a fucking mask. Please wear a goddamn mask. It's not that hard. Even if it doesn't work, like let's say the worst thing that could happen is you're wearing a shitty mask for like 20 minutes while you're in a fucking Kroger. You're fine. Yeah. We're all fine. Yeah, Just wear God, a mask. God forbid you do that for any it's That's all. Somebody was right because there was a uh, the fucking indie wrestlers uh-huh. are being stupid. Shock among shocks. Uh Austin Aries Oh, I saw that today. He's and a uh, also, moron. also low key, uh, another uh, another indie wrestler. A lot of big names that were from like the early, like the early aughts. Mm-hmm. They're both like, I don't want to wear masks. You know, if you can't, Austin Aries is trying to say like, hey, yeah, you know, well, you know, why should I wear a mask? You know, for your benefit because it, because you eat, you're fat because you're fat. You know, and I'm I don't, like, I don't, I don't take the food out of your shopping I'm, cart. I'm like, dude, diabetes. Isn't fucking contagious. That's why this analogy doesn't work. You know what? Yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there. That it doesn't work. It doesn't your, anal- your analogy clearly. Sense. Your analogy clearly is built on a premise of you just not wanting to wear a fucking mask. It's also built on a premise that like and that you hate that you hate fat people. Yeah, that you hate fat people. That you're fat phobic. That's what it is. That'd and be that, great. That'd be and that you're actually concerned for fat people's health when you're really not. Let's yeah, just, right. Let's be fucking honest. Are you concerned? You about- don't give two fucks about fat people. I've dealt with the guy a few times. Nice guy. Good dude. Sure. Seems like a good dude, but... Not good on Twitter. Not good on Twitter. Also, not... Just generally not cool with wrestling fans. Like, he's not a big favorite amongst peoples. Because he's kind of a dick. he's kind of just very abrasive and very much like, yeah, well, if you're a fat wrestling fan, then fuck you. You can't talk about what I do, because look at me. You know, I do the actual wrestling. It's like, no, let's people fucking talk about what they want. And if you don't want to fucking hear it to say, just ignore him. He's like, he, but he can't handle that. Uh, mm, you know? Yes. So I can't, I can't imagine him actually... That's why it's like, he's like, oh, you actually have, like, a care about a fat wrestling fan well, be like it's not only that. trying it's to just, pound a fucking pizza and you're just like no i'll yeah. save you no it's it's not your benefit that. it's not to their benefit no but so so anyways yeah. so wrestler wrestler indie wrestlers be wilding out don't fucking listen to them sure if they're telling you stupid shit because god damn it just wear a mask if you have to it's cool if you man. can 
you know, or fucking wrap a shirt around your face. I don't know what the fuck you're going to do. I mean, apparently you can buy masks all over the fuck you, wherever the fuck you want. Dude, now. I just bought two at Target for four bucks, a pack of two for four dollars and you can wash them. Yeah. Also, vote in your primaries if you have yeah, them. Yeah, that, that's fun. We're, we're, we're doing that these this now, so vote in your primaries. And, and I think we, we mentioned this last time, but we live in a vote-by-mail state. Uh, Colorado is a one of the five states that has uh, vote-by-mail. Now, you can still go and like vote in person if you so choose, but if you were registered to vote, guess what? Your ballot just fucking shows up at your house. And it's not some sort of like scandal plagued wasteland. It's not this like, oh, my God, voter fraud everywhere. It's actually a really great system. We don't have any like voter fraud problems in Colorado. It's just this really nice system where you get your ballot like ahead of time and you can actually go Uh like look up, especially those down ballot races that you've never fucking heard of. You can like look stuff up. You can do some research. You fill out your ballot in the privacy of your own home. Then you put it in the envelope and you drop it at a secure drop location and that's it. You've voted. Yeah. So we voted in our primaries, I don't know, like a week before the actual primary. And then we just dropped it off at this. There's like a drop box outside of uh, the police station. The police station. And there's one outside City Hall. I'm really looking forward to doing that. For, oh, I can't uh, wait. For the, for the main election, because well, I remember in 2016. 2016, we, f- we were. We fucking whiffed it. We, well, does the California vote by mail? They had vote by mail, but we hadn't. They also had we didn't because like California is different where you can do vote by mail. But every election you have to go online and request a ballot Mm. get mailed to you. We didn't do that because we were like, oh, early voting. We'll just do early voting. That was a fucking mistake. Now everybody else did early voting. Uh, We stood in line for literally eight hours to vote. (laughs) Stood in line. I think it was, uh, where was it? I think it was somewhere in. uh, It was in Culver City. It was was the old campus over there. I forget the name of that college. It's like West LA College or something. Something like that. It was a fucking nightmare. I wish we had just gotten out of line because we were supposed to go see Superman at the New Beverly. Oh, that's right. But by the time we were like, oh, did we see Superman 2 there? Yes. Yeah. But by the time we had like waited in line so long, we're like, well, we're not going to get out of line. We've already been here for like five hours. It was a nightmare. And I was so angry. And I will never do that again if I can avoid it. Yes. And uh, thank God for weapon mail. I, I will say, though, the highlight of that uh, of that event. Seeing Dimitri Martin. See Dimitri Martin. <laughs> seeing comedian, uh, actor, writer Dimitri Martin walk up to the line, walk up, look at the line and go fuck it and leave. Yep. That was it. <laughs> he did not do any jokes. You're right. He literally walked up and you could see the look in his eye go, oh, fuck. And then he turned around and he left with his family. <laughs> and it was a wonderful wonderful moment because you're like you know what Dimitri you're fucking right because sometimes like that's the thing that's the thing about Hollywood you just be sitting there and just be like oh there's a comedian or there's a guy there's a guy I know oh there you go I've seen that guy on TV <laughs> hey, I know that guy I once saw Andy Kidler at a mail at in the in a Beverly Hills uh post office oh neat when I was working when I was interning for the E do you remember that time we saw Brian Stack at a uh fucking Trader Joe's and he looked really lost and confused well he was yeah he was I think he was he's like he lived in New York the whole like for majority of the for when he was when Conan was doing the Tonight Show one of his writers Brian Stack who if you've ever watched Conan he played uh the interrupter the singing ghost frankenstein he did all sorts of characters Artie kendall Artie kendall the singing ghost is one of my favorite bits so i was murdered yeah i was murdered i feel like the tonight show when we first moved to la conan was still doing it 
Am I wrong? I don't remember. No, he started doing the LA show. Um, he just yeah just started doing the LA. He, he just started doing it. And yeah, and, and so like Brian Stack had written for Late Night Forever, and I guess he came out to write for the Tonight Show, and I think his family stayed in New York or whatever. I don't know, uh, but we saw him at this the Burbank. Trader Joe's just looking bewildered. <laughs> he, looked very, he looked very bewildered, not just to be in a Trader Joe's, but also just California bewildered. Like, yeah, I think that's why, because he now writes for Colbert. Yeah. So, like, he called it quits and went back to New York. And I'm like, you know what? Good call. But I don't know. I just, I, we, right. we all, we, we, I always felt abused by that. I know. I always love that story. I, I'm I like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, vote, vote in your primaries and uh, also give to. Racial and you know stuff like code blue, act you know, blue, act or actually act blue. Pr- pr- street, thank you. Yes, code blue, act blue. You know support the racial, things. R- support the fight against racial injustice. If you think we're an SGW, we are right. Yeah, sorry about the, sorry about it. Actually, Eat. I'm not. I'm not actually really sorry about it. Uh, also, how did you get this fucking long on the show without realizing that? <laughs> well, apparently some guy did, and he just went. Fuck it! I've been I got thirty episodes in or whatever how long you got. Wow, dude, <laughs> that's impressive, actually. Yeah, no, I don't know how you got it. Maybe, maybe, maybe you lasted like a like an episode. I don't know. I, I would like to think that he got thirty episodes. But one of our iTunes reviews is just some guy like ah. So actually, I would like to think that maybe maybe we made a difference in that man's life. Well, well, maybe he maybe he found a comic book podcast that that, that hates. It's just like <laughs> I mean, let, let's not get twisted. I hate a lot of shit. Uh, I just. Don't hate people for yeah. their skin color. Yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not that. I'm not that bad. Or their sexuality. I hate people for a lot of other fucking reasons. There's uh, so many I, other reasons to hate. People. Exactly. I'm like people make so many shitty choices that you could hate them for, uh, and it has nothing to do with things that are out of their control. Hate people for decisions they make. That's my my message to the world. Yes, right. Yep. Um. <laughs> Hold them accountable. That's what you do. Yeah. So before we take a break, uh, talk about some movies mm-hmm. we watched recently. Well, at least I watched. I don't know. Did you watch anything? I watched something. What did I watch the other day? I watched Legendary on HBO, but that's not really a. Oh, that's a that's the the drag show, right? Uh, it's actually the ballroom show, but yes, the ballroom show. I, for a second, when you said Legendary, I was like, "What? The John Cena wrestling uh, high school wrestling movie?" Yes, I did. Uh, that was the one. I watched by myself. I would be shocked as fuck if I walked in and just you watched that independently. I watched the TV show Dead to Me, the second season that's up on Netflix with Christina Applegate and whatever the hell that girl, that lady's name is. Oh, right, right. I always get that mixed up with uh, Dead Like Me. I do, too. So I'm like, because when they first came back, I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh, no, this is the one I've been watching. Yeah. So Katie Seagal, a surprise appearance by Katie Seagal. Okay. And you're like, "Ooh, is it going to be a, a married with children reunion? And it is not. <laughs> they're, it, it, they're not in the same scene together. Oh, OK. Al Bundy, Al Bundy's somewhere. And then Ed O'Neill Ed, Ed O'Neil pops up somewhere. And J- David Faustino is just there's like, eh. what is David Faustino doing these days? I don't know. Probably reaping in syndication royalties. Right. Like not having to do anything. It's the life. Yeah. Um, sorry. So you were saying you watched the movies. Well, we watched this one movie last night uh, called. Well, uh, Let's see, I'm trying to think. I watch a bunch of horror movies because that's what I do. Mm. Uh, I did watch actually. I did watched. Well, we watched this the other day. Um, the Scream Queen documentary. Yes. For but not but Scream Queen. It's about the actor Mark Patton. Yeah, it's basically about who was Nightmare in, on Elm Street two two. And Mark Patton was the lead in that movie, and a lot of people uh, consider Nightmare on Elm Street two to be the most one of the most queer 
horror films ever. Mark's performance in that movie is very uh, it, classifies as being a scream queen. Even yeah, he's a scream guy. queen, hundred percent. And it's basically when it came out, everybody was kind of like, eh. and then a big segment of the population, basically like the advocate and like all that sort of stuff. Mm. This and this is back in what the late. 86. Yeah, so this is the 80s. So this is like the AIDS crisis is going on. You know, it's not like it is today. You know, like people still dropped F-bombs all the time. And Uh like being gay was not okay. And so people were like, wait a second, this movie's really fucking gay. And that kind of torpedoed his entire career, especially because he was an actor. He's not out at the time, though. He, he is gay. He was not out at the time. His the, the guy he was living with ended up getting HIV and there was this whole thing. And, and it basically he just kind of like disappeared yeah. after a while. So it's kind of about like, you know, him coming back and, and the movie being like rediscovered and like re-embraced yeah. uh, by a new generation of fans. Yeah. Which I think is great. Yeah, I do, too. I think it's great when somebody when you when you. When you look back at something and you go, Hey, that was pretty cool. And then you start getting into it. It's kind of like how, like with, uh, you know, with rest, certain wrestlers, yeah. you know, that kind of, you kind of get that vibe. Well, that's also kind of, and that's kind of on the same vein is the documentary I watched, which is, you don't know me. Oh, that's right. We watched it. N-O-M-I, yeah. which is know me Malone from Showgirls. Uh, it kind of is just talking about like, how, how did this movie get made? Like, what the fuck is this movie? And then kind of like, you know, a new generation finding it, uh, and Elizabeth Berkeley kind of getting her due now after just literally it wrecked her, her entire career. So, yeah, it's kind of the same vein. Those are good to watch. Also, as far as documentaries goes, I also wa- I started watching and I haven't finished it. I think I'm about to. I'm on the last part of it. But uh, the Never Sleep Again documentary, mm-hmm. which is about the entirety of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, mm. uh, excluding the, the remake with Jackie Earl Haley. But because it, it goes even up through. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason, which is oh, what okay. I'm at. Yeah, it makes me. I, well, I watched that, and I also watched Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, which I've. I don't think I've ever seen. It's one of those movies that you kind of, uh, I kind of watched, but I never got around. I never, you know, maybe never sat down and watched it. And it definitely was one of those things where you 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 heard about it when you were younger, mm-hmm. and I've never seen it. Yeah, it was like '87. Okay. And, uh, you know, it was one of those movies where it's like, you know, when you had cable back in the day, you know, it might show or it might show up somewhere, you know, but I, I, I don't. But I definitely do remember watching a lot of horror movies like that, especially Freddy movies. I don't know if I ever got around to watching that. Maybe I did see it, but I definitely remember seeing like four five, six, whatever. See, yeah, I never saw any of those movies when I was a kid. You know, yeah, like all those things. Watched a film called Absurd. Okay. That I've always wanted to see because I heard it was one of those video nasties in the UK. Okay. And uh, it's on Tubi. Tubi. Tubi's like trash. Oh, Tubi's great. Tubi's great. I love a Tubi. Tubi. T-U-B-I, which yeah. uh, a lot it's of people, an app. people people are starting to discover this. Yeah. And it's kind of like Netflix, but for trash. For even worse movies. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like Prime. Yeah. But you don't have to have Prime. You can just it, have this shitty thing. And it's free. You know what it is? It's like. If your local cable access show used to have a late night horror movie channel and it was well, just, horror is one of the things. Well, horror is one of the things, but I'm just saying like it's just whatever they could get the rights to. So it's just yeah, right. garbage. <laughs> that's Tubi. Yeah. Tubi. Tubi's also. I mean, it's got TV shows. It's got sure. Shit on there too. A lot so. like Pluto TV. Like Pluto. Yeah. How, how so many things exist? I don't we know. We don't know. I don't know how the rights. But I would rather not know because nope, I'm afraid don't it's know. Be something where it's like. <laughs> 
you cover some sort of like sex trafficking ring or some sort of I, it's like it's like you 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 end up in like whatever whatever's going on in the first taken right when you abduct those girls or you're just uh, yeah. like it's like oh god it's like that guy's like i mean whoever's a you know, running this ring is like also in charge of it's like Jim Tooby. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, good old Jim Tooby. Yo, the Tooby family. Yeah. Kind of trash. But yeah, I was uh I was I'm a bit amused by that one that 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 lately and I've been trying to kind of get my fill of some stuff on there. Uh absurd. It's kind of like a like a, a I guess a spiritual sequel to Anthropopagus. Oh, Anthropophagus Man. Anthropophagus Man, which I have, it's on Tubi, and I have to make sure I watch it before it goes away, because I was on Prime at one point, and it went away. Oh, but no. now it's on Tubi, and I got to make sure I get to it, because I've always wanted to see it. I know, you've been talking about it since we got together. Yeah, no, it was one of those horror movies where I read about, like, I started reading up on more horror movies, and I'm just like... And it only came up and it was like, it was like, this one's disgusting. You better, better fucking watch out. This guy pulls out a, a woman's fetus and he eats Ew. it, you know, but it's really just a skinned rabbit. You know? Oh, come on. Like a real skinned rabbit? I'm assuming so. Maybe it's, maybe it was already dead. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's Italian. That Italian horror. What shit. We went to see some Italian horror movie. I don't remember what it was. We saw it. Might have been Suspiria. Is there a cat that eats a mouse in Suspiria? Oh, shit. What is it? It's like, it's not Suspiria. Is it Inferno? Yes. Because uh-huh. it's like there's a shop or something and there's a cat that eats a mouse and like a monkey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, and then, yeah, but then, wait, the monkey? The monkey's not in Suspiria. No, or, no. Or not Inferno. Oh, geez. I'm getting them together. You're but... also thinking about Phenomena. Okay. But you know the one where the cat eats the mouse and there's like a, a shop that everybody has to go into? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Okay. That cat really eats that fucking mouse. If you watch that, that cat, that's a real mouse. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. not 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 a fake thing. That cat is chomping on a goddamn actual mouse. Yep. Uh, anyway, continue. Absurd, basically, it's about Anthropopagus Man. He comes back. He's not the same dude, but he's, a, he's also like the same actor. Ends up like Wolverine. But he's like shitty lumbering Wolverine. Oh yeah, all right. Um, shitty, shitty lumbering Italian Wolverine. <laughs> so fair, yeah. Um, because you know, uh, but yeah, he he just keep he just for whatever reason just heals constantly, and he terrorizes his family. He terrorizes like this family in uh, some like remote Italian village where, or ta- not even Italian village, just like just a home and like this little kid's home alone with the babysitter. Mm-hmm. And his parents are at another person's house watching the Rams Steelers Super Bowl from like 1979 or whatever it is. Okay. Like they're just, it's because everybody's like the big game and it's, you know, but it's, you know, it's for, it's done Italian. in the Italian. So it's like, it's just, it's like stock footage of the game. Yeah. You know, people eating spaghetti. Literally they're eating spaghetti. I'm not making oh this Oh my up. God, that's so funny. They're just, they're just like, they have their Harvest Bowl party and there's just people with plates of spaghetti. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we eat you, you. And they're dressed guys, up really nice. Oh, uh, yeah. They're like, like, Americans eat this, right? Like during the Super Bowl. And you're like, sure. Well, I feel like it was probably a thing where they just, for American audiences, are like, well, let's stick it. In, like, maybe they were just having a party. You know, it was probably a soccer game or something. Maybe like, it was, it was even like a the game. World Cup. Yeah. But this man, uh, sh- shitty Wolverine, like, he can't die until, like, the babysitter, some or some girl, I think it's his sister, cuts the guy's head off. <laughs> um, but not before he, this guy kills the babysitter by turning on the, turning on the oven and just sticking the woman in the, uh, like her, her top, like her top half in the oven. Oh, good Lord. So Wait, is this abomination? Absurd. Absurd. Sorry. Absurd. 
So, okay, so this is not the plot of Anthropopagus Man. No, 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 Anthropopagus, it's saying, Anthropopagus is a different movie. Anthropopagus takes, takes place on an island. Fancy. Yeah, and like Anthropopagus Man is just hanging, hanging out on the island, waiting for people to come and eat them. He's got nothing else to do. Yeah, well, that's, it. that's literally it. He's just like, hey, I'm just hanging out, ready to eat. Getting hungry, guys. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm Anthropopagus. I don't know what Anthropopagus An- means. I think it's, oh, God, I used to know, I, I used to remember, because I used to say it all the time, it's like, to eat oneself. Yeah. And then I watched, well, last time we watched this movie called Night Killer. Yep. Which yep, is yep. also an Italian movie. During this Italian movie, I noticed that I think all Italian horror movies were scored by the same person. You're not wrong. No, I know. It's, by, it's pretty much what I say. Claudio Simonetti is a band goblin. Apparently in Italy, they tried to market this movie as Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Okay, I don't see how that would have worked. No, the, the, okay. the, there's no way. There's you, no connection. You, there's no way you could watch this and be like, I think this is actually like Leatherface. No, um, I don't know. You know, because there's debate. There's a guy in a mask. There is a guy in a mask who really hates his ex-wife. He really hates his ex-wife, and he really just he, he just he just hates women in general. Oh yeah. Uh, kind of just uses uh, wears like a Halloween mask, like a, like a really gross Halloween mask, and like rubbery gloves apparently his have like adamantium uh claws on them because he's oh, going up to women and just shoving his entire hand through their yeah, bodies they're just made of paper mache well the women are these women are just made of paper mache punch through a wet pinata yeah <laughs> oh it, it, not even that it's almost like just wet rice paper just boof <laughs> just hand right through it's hard to explain this movie because it doesn't it's it like a, it's supposed to be a slasher movie. There's a slasher movie going on, but there's also like a domestic dispute movie going on. Yeah, it, it's and also, a failed marriage movie going on. Yeah, and what's weird too is there's also like the timeline's kind of weird because it's like he attacks some people that were unrelated at yeah. the very beginning. Just kills two women, and that's fine. And then there's he kills two women that are kills two women at this at uh, like a dance practice. But whatever this whatever show this is going to be is. Dumb. I don't know what it is. No, nobody. Does. I don't know what they're. They're just dancing to whatever music is on. We're hearing. I don't know what music they're actually dancing to in real right. life, but it doesn't make any goddamn sense. But anyways, yeah. Then he's like calling this woman on the phone and calling her a bitch, <laughs> and then he tries to kill her because she has two lines in her house, and then she's in the hospital, and then she's driving down the road, and it's like all of those things in like rapid succession, and you're like, so how? What? How long? Has she been in the hospital? How long since she got out of the hospital? Because now she has amnesia. Well, there's, well, there's also a lot of this too, where there's there's these there's this like side plot with the cops, yeah, who never actually like do anything, do anything. They don't actually even like engage with this actress. They no. just kind of like are, are like, well, she's out, and uh, we didn't send her a bodyguard, and now she's missing again. Mm. And everybody's like, what the fuck? And then and you're just like. Uh, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, Goodbye. Well, shrug. And it's and then they're like, and then I can't even. I can't even explain. It's hard for me. I mean, I could explain it. It'd just be take me forever to do it. Yeah, because it's a weird one in my head. It doesn't really make sense. And, uh, yeah. And then uh, after you went to bed, mm-hmm. I watched a movie called Beyond the Darkness. Yeah, how'd that go? It went fine. What was their darkness? No, it was uh, the hell a man who's. Fiance dies, mm-hmm. and he sticks her f- full of this fluid cool. that allows her bo- her corpse to be preserved, like embalming fluid. Yeah, but she's like not 
like rotting at all. She just she still looks like it's just basically just the actress just laying there. That's fucked up. Right. And but, but he also took out all of her like guts, Ew. which you get to watch. Oh, and then there's this woman that he lives with in this house. That's like was his like his caretaker who may or may not be this around the same age as her as him. But she also like jerks him off once and then like does erotic lactation with him. Oh, no. Erotic lactation. Can't think of a less attractive set of words together. <laughs> oh. Not to keep, that's just not my thing. No kink shaming here, you know, whatever you're into, man, but not my thing. And then at one point, they murder some hitchhiker. This is actually my favorite, my, my, the weirdest scene in the movie. They, they murder this hitchhiker, hack her up, throw mm-hmm. her in a tub full of lye, and then boil her remains, scoop the remains and all the meat, all the boiled, corroded meat into buckets, throw it in the backyard, cover it with dirt, and then the woman eats beef stew really sloppily immediately after, and we get to watch it, and it's... Actually, that was probably the most disgusting thing in the movie, amongst other... Of of all the stuff that happens in this movie, and if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And then some guy gets stabbed in the groin. Mm, Stabby. Yeah. It's a a weird... It's a movie. It's a weird film, and it was was one of those things where I was... Because it's Joe D'Amato. Mm-hmm. D'Amato or whatever, who's okay. film, who's responsible for a lot of trash. If you're looking for trash, you go to Tubi. And if you're looking for Joe D'Amato, you, go you to also Tubi. go to Tubi. Yeah, yeah. He might as well be known as Joe DeTubi. Mm, Joe DeTubi. <laughs> Joe DeTubi. Because I was, for whatever reason, I came up with, I came up with it. Because Joe D'Amato shot some stuff in Night Killer, and I was like, he's like, oh, he also does movie Embrace uh, or uh, Beyond the Darkness. You may, you may not want to watch that. And uh, I'm like, ah, fool, I'll show you, Tubi. And I was like, you don't know who I am. So then I watch it. Mm, yeah. And uh, that's how I figured. And uh, actually, you'll enjoy this uh, comment here from uh, Tom E. Morello oh, on yes. Instagram, who responded to my picture that I posted of me watching this movie. He says, this is the most utterly disgusting, ex- exploitative, irredeemable piece of trash I have ever watched twice. <laughs> that's about right. Shout out to Tom E. Morello. <laughs> oh, Tom E. Um, Morello. So, yeah, I had some fun with that. Good. So. I'm also opening action figures. I just opened the last of what I have. For now, mm-hmm. um, I open up a 1998 Marvel's Gold Luke Cage, as well as a brand spanking new 2020 Marvel Legends Rage from the Abomination series. I open those up on my Instagram and uh, on our show page so you can uh, enjoy that. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our book for this week. Comic books and Star Wars have long been cornerstones of geek culture. I'm Grant Richter. And in my new project, The Jedi Archive, a Star Wars comics podcast, I'll be talking about where those two points intersect. I'll be talking about all eras of the Star Wars universe in the comic book medium. The Republic, the Rebellion, the Resistance, the Old Republic. I'll be talking about Dark Horse Legends and Marvel canon. And if I'm feeling really wacky, the old school Marvel Star Wars series. So be sure to check out The Jedi Archive, a Star Wars comics podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anchor.fm slash The Jedi Archive. All right, we are back here in our worst collection ever with our book for this week. It is Comics Greatest World, Hero Zero, week two. So I'll just say this is number two. 
So Comics Greatest World, Hero Zero, number two from September 1993. And of course, this is from the ongoing pile of quarantine comics that we we bought from uh, uh, Mile High Comics. Yep. And we're working our way through these. And it's also a continuation of a previous issue. That we did yes. all these of uh, the, uh, I think it was Into the Void or something or something like that. Something void. This is uh, actually going concurrently in some sorts and a lot easier to follow. Uh, much easier to follow than the other one. Even it, it even also, I feel better that there's also, you know, it's easier to follow because we read that previous one. Yes. So I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, but Instead I'm like, oh, me, okay, I know what's happening right now. Instead of me trying to explain what the frig is going on, you know, I could be like, oh, well, we could we, we could remember this. Yes. So I, uh, I do appreciate uh, that concur- that uh, facet of this yeah. book. Yeah, no, I do too. On the cover here, we have said Hero Zero. This logo actually is interesting because both the Zero, the O in both Hero and Zero – are just a circle with a, like a like a slash to it, so basically like a zero. They're both like slanted towards that, the H E R and the Z E R. So you, technically, could be Herzer. Who Herzer? Herzer, Werner Werner Herzer. <laughs> Werner Herzog's cousin Werner Herzer. <laughs> Werner Her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on the cover here we have Hero Zero. Mm-hmm. He has one of the most unique color schemes I've seen for uh, a, a, a superhero. Really? It's you just know, blue and yellow. But it's not It's not quite blue, though. Really? I feel like it's like an aqua, to me, it's just like an aquamarine, aquamarine blue I think that and a much paler yellow. It's kind of, to me, it was very 80s color scheme, even though this is not an 80s book. Right. Well, also, I, you're right. And I will, it also, to me, looks like a late series G.I. Joe variant. Okay. Because in the later years, like, in the you know, once you get past, like, 92-ish, you know, in the last, like, three years of G.I. Joe, uh, you know, the original American, real American hero, the original original run, they would have a lot of guys that would have colors, like, kind of like this. I could see that. It's a very, you know, like, it's a lot of weird neon shit going on. Mm-hmm. And it just reminded me of that. So, uh, said Hero Zero is here on the cover and he is facing off against a dragon. Yes. He is in the back in the background. He looks like he's a city, but he is not. He is not really in a city in this book, which is great because I don't want people fighting the dragon in a city. Yeah, no, I, I there are a couple things I appreciate. And I, I think when we get into it, I, I have a theory about your color scheme. Oh, OK. So maybe we'll talk about it that. when we get to the the actual hero zero. So we are we start off in. Uh, block 13, which I believe this would have been in the previous book that we read where there was the whatever is this because this is in uh, the same location. Yeah. Cinnam- so what, Cinnabar Flats. So just kind of like as a, as a refresher for that, that was the one where it was like a government facility that right. had like a vortex that had opened up and there were these alien people like trying to hold off this whatever monster thing and they failed uh and then this alien monster thing would like looked at some lady and was like hey lady you are now my uh you're like my you're like my consulary yeah my my interpreter world or whatever consulary um so that and there's like a senator who like runs away and stuff. So that that's what's happening in the other book, which we've already talked about a couple episodes ago. But in that same facility, there's like this block 13 or like a place that like where 
they have these people who are like mutations or people affected by like alien viruses or something. And uh, we start off with this guy. He looks like a stone dude, like a purple, like a rock monster, purple rock monster. And he awakens and he tries to smash his way out of whatever, wherever he is, wherever, wherever block he's in. He starts trying to smash a few people, but then they shoot him up. Yeah, he and, does. and he bleeds, which is I thought was yeah. It's like oh, he just like like is it? So I wonder if it's like it's just like a dude. Uh, yeah, I assume so. He also just became a rock uh, monster. It says he's mortally wounded, so they killed that guy. Yep, we go to Cinnabar, Nevada. That's right, because I remember Cinnaburst, Nevada. Yes, I was really a big fan of that. Three thousand four hundred twenty-six people. So apparently, it's like a town that exists just to like, just so the people who work on this like base uh, are close by. Yeah. Okay, so we start off with this kid who's in bed, and his name is David McCray. Mm-hmm. And he gets some sort of Somebody telepathic. whispers, yeah, somebody whispers, whispers his name. They're like, hey, Dave, get up. But as you can see, as he's waking up, and this is this is week two, we've already been introduced to this character. So yes. I'm assuming we're just kind of picking up on another situation here. But he has like a like a medallion, like a speak, like a, like a medallion of sort that's embedded into his, like his chest. Yeah. And like, it's very small. It's small, but like, that's where this voice, where this communication is coming from. And so David is David and the voice is coming from, to him is zero is somebody called zero. They're calling out to him and they're like, Hey, something's happening. And he's like, he's like, what? Yeah. And he's like, get up. He's like, all right, well, let me get dressed. And, he uh, runs out to the middle of this desert. <laughs> yeah, he just runs in the middle of nowhere. This is what I actually do like about this particular instance here. Um, it feels very 70s sci-fi. Yeah, and that's actually kind of what I was going to say about the color scheme. Like, I feel like it looks the way it does because this is a young hero. Mm, okay. Um, so you've got these like kind of throwback, bright colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of like this gritty stuff that we're used to seeing. So he runs up to this base, and at the same time, this uh, when he runs to the base, he kind of jumps into where we originally. Uh, and I forgot who these guys are, but they they have one's, called, one's called, called Ariok, another one's called Rimmon, but I always I always want to call him Rim Job. Um, Rimmon. 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 Sorry. So they, and these are the guys that have the uh, waffle iron yes. Uh, staffs. Yes. And, oh, uh, man, I'd love a waffle right now. They're laying waste to all these soldiers. And they blew, they, I, I don't remember seeing this in the original book, but they blow up like they waste this helicopter, too. Oh, with absolutely. Their, just with their, with their uh, you know, their. I don't remember that part either. Yeah. Film reel zappers. And then we go to where this block 13 is. Okay, so I think it was before this girl. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? I think the girl put like a, like a bomb on the door. Yes, I think that's right. And so since she put the bomb on the door, uh, we kind of are seeing what's happening with this bomb from this original from that previous book, and it's blowing up the the door to this block thirteen or whatever. And then we see, and we kind of just take a quick jump, which is very confusing. Where I guess some of these monsters. Made it out in time. Yeah, Block 13, so named because the unfortunate nature of those incarcerated there, people unlucky enough to be changed by other dimensional forces or infected by an unpredictable alien technovirus. That's where we're, that's where, that's what's going to happen to us with Coronas. Yeah. We're going to be in Block 13. 
So this is the one where the congressman is running and the girl's like, hey, I'm here to save this congressman or whatever. And the waffle guys get to the where the vortex is and they're fighting these fighting the soldiers and all the you know the, everybody that's in in here and the heretic it's the heretic that's who that's it was. the guy that's his name they sense him behind inside of this bubble thing yeah and uh they try to disrupt it and that's when and maybe this happens in the book and I don't the previous book and I didn't remember it, but mm. some sort of like energy. Like, I didn't remember that either. So this must be like a different different situation. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's like something maybe we didn't see in that first book because I don't remember the energy thing. Yeah. So like this big, big whoosh of energy comes shooting out of this globe and it flies up into the sky. And this is where David sees it. And he's like, all right. Time to turn into Hero Zero. And so Hero Zero seems like kind of like an Iron Giant type of thing. Well, that's what I'm confused here because he gets I, don't know, I don't know if it's just the way he's... Actually, I think this yeah, he's supposed to be that big. That's the thing. I'm like, does he get huge? Well, because he's he... fighting this dragon. Yeah. And I'm assuming the dragon's as big as him. Right. Or the dragon's giant, so he's as big as this dragon. Right. But because the way that it's drawn is like you're looking up at him and he just becomes this big robot or big hero guy mm-hmm. and takes off towards this comet energy thing and ends up being the dragon. And the dragon's like, fuck man, right. I'm trying to get, trying to get out of here, trying to do something. And now you want to fight me. I do like this line here though, where he's like talking to zero and he's like, zero, it's a dragon, but dragons aren't real. Right. However, being a superhero wearing G.I. Joe 90s colors also being, is completely OK. Being able to, like, communicate through to like, I'm assuming some sort of like alien intelligence uh-huh. or artificial intelligence that gives you like a suit. If that you can believe, you can't believe this dragon. You can't believe an actual dra- like like dragons would be like, I just be like, oh, yeah, there's a dragon. I mean, at that point, you'd just be like, yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. So he starts fighting this dragon. Dragon kind of knocks him out for a minute there. Um, you know, kind of puts a kink in his armor, yeah. so to speak, literally. And then he punches a dragon in the face. I do like the fact that just giant man is just punching a dragon. Right. I do kind of enjoy that. I do kind of enjoy this kid, this reckless kid hero. Yeah. In a giant superhero body yeah. fighting a dragon yeah fighting a, fighting a, a dragon that just wants to that that it just wants to leave man. it just wants to leave and like is this the part where it like becomes many things no we're okay. getting there the dragon the dragon's dragon's kicking his ass yeah pretty much um and, and the dragon also looks like one of those chinese dragons yeah like that you would see like a uh, chinese new year yeah chinese new year dragons That's or whatever. What it looks like yeah yeah and so he's he starts like slinging around and then the dragon is like, look, we're done here. Yeah. I want to go. And over this, you fucking kid. And the kid and, and, and the hero, he's like, what? God damn it. No, I want to fight you for the dragon. He's just swinging around in this because the, the dragon puts out this fog and the dragon's like, all right, you know what? Fine. Fuck you. I'm going to kill you. And then he hits it. He finds it and he hits it and it shatters. Yeah. The dragon just shatters into like a bunch of little tiny, tiny pieces and then that's is when it becomes tiny dudes or tiny mo- tiny monsters. It's like little monsters. It's they're real and they're all different colors. Like one's red and and they've got like weird faces. It's very bizarre. Well, the, and he, he knocks them. He just he, he pops them up. He, he 
breaks them up and then the, the little guys are just like what it, it, it was like curse you you mortal yeah like you, god damn it it's like you asshole they're like you are just throwing a kink in this plan dude and then they then then they get away instead of him trying to punch all these little dudes he just they just, they just fly, fly away. away yeah and, and then he's like man that was pretty weird that's the weirdest thing that's happened to me <laughs> yeah, this is the like, weirdest thing. zero guy and he's like oh i think weirder things are gonna happen that's right and kid uh, He's like, by the way, you should go home before you freeze to death in de- the desert. Bye. He's just like, all right, well, you've, you've you fought this dragon. I guess we're done for tonight. We, yeah. Like, what was the point? I don't know. He, what was he going to be doing in the first place? I don't know. Was like, just, was he just going to go out there to find something that came out of there and then just hit the first thing he sees? I, Which sure? is a very 90s thing to do. Sure. He's, he's got 70s colors with 90s sensibilities. <laughs> Maybe that's how they advertise this book. You know what? I'm sold. This book is very short. It's and, and, and surprisingly yeah. but, short. But th- yeah, but then it's over. It's over. It's literally. It's like it's it's, it. it's it's super short. We've been through the book, which is fine yeah. because this is what we were handed. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to go through all these. That's the whole thing. And then next week in Comics Greatest World is King Tiger, and we if you at the end not of this, Tiger King. No. 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 <clears throat> Thank God. Fuck that I show. Never, I never watched that. Well, no. Everybody's like going crazy about Tiger King. I can't. I. Cannot I I just saw the preview for it and I was like, oh wait, we're abusing animals yeah, or we're fucking animals with animals. Are, no, thank you. I got upset today because our neighbor is trying to catch a fucking raccoon that's stuck in his attic or whatever, and he caught it and it was just sitting on the roof and he was just like waiting for the guy who trapped it to come back. And I'm like, it was in the shade, and I'm like, it's hot, it's gonna start baking. Like yeah. I was all upset. No, no, thank you. Yeah, no thanks. So get all worked up about stuff like that. Yeah, so no Tiger King for us, but nope. King Tiger. Yeah, yeah, King Tiger, sure. King Tiger, I might give a shot because apparently King Tiger is just a dude with a bow, and he shot literally thirty arrows into some sort of monster. Most of them in its head. It looks like it's kind of. Well, you got you know good got good aim. He's got great aim. <laughs> Unless, or, or he just shot it once and it fell and he just sh- got really close and just shot it. A shot it a whole bunch more. Went, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we got coming up with in the next issue of this comics greatest world. Um, but since we don't know anything about King Tiger, do you want to keep hearing about the adventures of Hero Zero? You know, it's so short. It's really hard for me to make a decision yeah. on if I would like like this book or not so i think i might need another issue of it just to see if i'd be into it i mean i do have to say there's a strike against it because i don't like stories about kids but he's not really a kid he's more like a, a teenager. teenager he's not a shitty kid that's so far he's not a shitty kid that's true i didn't like stories about kids when i was a kid so i'm kind of like eh. um but i think i would need at least one more issue to be like do i like this or not yeah for well, sure maybe yeah, yeah i think i probably the same way I mean, I, I don't think we have any more of these in the pile, so no. we're not going to probably get around to it. So, but nonetheless, though, much be- much easier read, yeah, than the previous one. But then again, you know, we, we had we not read that previous one, we wouldn't be able to enjoy this one as much. True, I think. So, I guess that is just fate playing itself out. But that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show, Worst Collection Ever, on Facebook. Wait, you can find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. And you can email the show, Worst Collection Ever, at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get the show. Let your friends know about it. Uh, I believe also we might, I got to check and see, but Amazon 
just kind of put up like podcasts everywhere. Oh, did they? Yeah, they're doing something. I got, I got to look and see how that sorted out. But if you're fucking around with Amazon, you know, maybe we'll be on there. I got to double check. But nonetheless, though, we are where you can get your podcasts and uh, tell your friends, leave a review and uh, teach the world to sing. <laughs> and for God's sakes, folks, a fucking mask. wear a mask, be cool, yeah, be, be cool. smart. Yeah, that's all. Just be cool. Don't be an ass. And thanks again for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again next week. Bye.